Film history. The history. Spooky season, spooky season, spooky season. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween, everyone. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween, indeed. Uh, this is Film History, the history of film. We've got a returning guest. You may remember this man from last year's spooky season, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre <laughs> episode. We got motherfucking Mr. Nick Fazekas in the house. Hey, all. Hey. Hey, all. <laughs> What's up, guys? There he is. Our resident horror expert. That's right, yeah. We figured it was time to bring in... Horror Nick. expert. That's right, yeah, yeah. He's horror, a, he's not a, horror. If he's, you were the horror expert, we'd bring you around a lot more. <laughs> <laughs> he's the expert in horror whores. Exactly. He is a horror whore, I like if you will. Uh, and today, we're going to be talking about a little bit more of a true life horrors today. This is, this is horror that's just kind of a real... Oh horror. my god, are we returning to uh, real life crimes? So, we're not returning to real life crimes, <sighs> but we are We are returning to something that is sort of adjacent here. Okay. Okay. So today Real Life Murder Mysteries was the best episode we ever did. <laughs> today, ladies and gentlemen, we are going to be talking about Hollywood cults. Ooh, this is awesome. Yes. One of my yes. This <laughs> yes. is one of the reasons I thought putting Nick and Dev in the room together for this would be a really great idea. Uh, I've we're almost gonna... joined several of them. Yeah, I, we were kind of talking <laughs> about this off the air earlier. How I've, I, ha oh no, I was talking about this today. My bad. What? I have also, like, absolutely wound up in situations where I'm like, oh shit, I think I just entered into a, a cult territory here. What? Uh, oh, yeah, man. Yeah. What? No, I mean, they can get you, especially at 22, you know, 22 years old out here. Why, yeah, coming out of the substation on Hollywood Boulevard and running into a Scientology guy. Yeah, for sure. Well, I mean, how many are you cults? angry at your family? Place exactly. your arms on these electrodes exactly. and let us test Do you your think stress. aliens came from down to Earth? <laughs> how many cults are you running How many cults are you running Oh, into? there's a I shit think LA ton. is like the birthplace of American cults. So this That's is fascinating. I don't think I've ever run into aliens? like an active American. cult. Oh, man. This is kind of the intro into this episode. Is the re I wanted to do this because Hollywood is so susceptible to cults because of the young American going to chase their dream or whatever, mm. and, <laughs> or whatever, or whatever, or whatever. <laughs> and fucking getting off the <laughs> turnip truck. <laughs> yeah, or whatever. They're getting off the fucking turnip truck, and it is just like a uh, a, a target rich environment. A target rich environment. TRE. For young new cult members, you yeah, know, I like the new cult members. Yeah, everybody just ran. Everybody ran from Nebraska, from their diddly on quiet dirt, and they got out here and they found sanctuary in some some quiet I mean, dirt cult. Especially if you came from a place which already was cult like. Yeah, like if you came from deep Mormon country in Utah. Yeah. And you just yep. popped into, like, Hollywood. You're going from one polar end of the spectrum to the other. Yeah. And it's like, 
you already kind of were in a cult. Your mentality's already there. So you're just changing the variables in the same changing equation. Changing the variables. Yeah. yeah. That's hilarious. I, I've never run into any sort of cultist endeavors out here, except oh. for Scientology, you know, but like they're just known. You know I was mean? I was very I was like twenty one years old in uh West Hollywood. I was walking up a sidewalk with my girlfriend at the time. And this lady kind of popped out of nowhere, and she was like, you guys give me this, like, energy, you've got good auras, this and that. Gave me a card. I, I don't remember the name of this, like, church, basically, that it was. But uh, we went to this meeting on, like, a Saturday or whatever at this church, and it was, like, Orlando Bloom was there. He was, like, in the front row. He's definitely oh, in a cult. Man. Yeah, no, this was, like, a <sighs> There's the Pirates of, of the Cari- oh, Caribbean cult. <laughs> you know what? I have run into the Buddhist cult This people. is the yeah, one. You remember yeah, that yeah, the yeah, Namioho yeah, yeah. Renge Co? Namioho Renge. They were one of the... They're they're one of the least like damaging for sure. They actually yeah. have to pay mean well. They yeah, don't take yeah, money yeah. from but you it, and it, stuff. But it's so cultish. It's yeah, so I, it's so cultish. I, I was there on Saturday and I'm doing like chants with these people and then I was like, oh shit, I'm like, in a cult. I'm in a cult. Like I was like, oh fuck, I just wandered. Into How'd you a get cult. out? I, I mean, so that, walked out the front door. Yeah, pretty much. They're like, I, hey, where I, are you going? I finished off like the Come service back. with them, and they were all like, "Yeah, looking forward to seeing you. Like, here's my number." You coming to the like, next meeting? Yeah, you're coming to the next one. And then I basically was just like, I never I'm answered the phone. Go do cocaine in LA. Yeah, 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 yeah. Actually, and that's where he found mind. the next cult he went into. Yeah. <laughs> but no, man, you can easily find yourself. I think seriously, there's situations where people are just like, "Uh oh," like I, I joined a cult, you know. Mm. And then usually by then they don't say, "Uh oh." join a cult it's like no no this isn't a cult and everybody yeah. on the outside is like these oh. are my brothers yeah yeah and we're all named the same thing and Listen, we all wear the same thing there's something you gotta be fucking batshit crazy to want to get in a horse and carriage and ride across the entire continent of america to the west coast just to dig for some gold exactly. so your ancestors or other people that want to come out here to live the american dream or whatever myself included one too many screws loose. They're willing to go out on the risk. You yeah. know what I mean? I'm willing to go do this dance. And maybe this isn't a cult. Maybe this isn't a thing. Or maybe it is. I don't know. But yeah, like, you got to think like LA and the West Coast is, is newer than the rest of America. So like while we may have, like these things may have gone through their cycle in the colonies and stuff with like the witch trials and like shit like that. But then, like, once people <laughs> discovered yeah. the West Coast and, like, moved there, they're like, oh, shit, a whole new way of doing things. Freedom we got of freedom religion. out here. We freedom of cult. Fuck all that East Coast stuff. We do whatever we want. We're yeah. the West Coast. We're a million miles away from people. Man, have so, you ever guys ever considered burning witches? I feel like that's a new idea. That's a new idea, man. <laughs> no, dude, like, like Nick was talking about earlier, man, Scientology. I mean, for those of you who don't live in L.A., Scientology, like... Is that one of the Florida though? Aaron Hubbard's from Florida, or he moved to Florida. Well, Aaron well, Hubbard had uh, his compound. His compound was. I used to work at the Saboba Casino in Hemet, right? And we used to take this back road that would, you know, cut twenty minutes off of your drive time from where I lived. And when you would go down there, you would see these giant compounds. They're all blue buildings and shit, just as far as you can yeah. see on the right hand of the side of the road. Yeah. And come to find out, that was like L. Ron Hubbard's compound. That's where he would like have the schools and shit. So like yeah. Will Smith's yeah. kids would be there for summer vacation or yeah. whatever. And yeah. like 
going to camps. I don't and think Will Smith's kids ever went to the L. Ron Hubbard's camp. <laughs> you know what I mean? Maybe. I'm just saying in general, like <laughs> famous people are there all the time. Though they would have like, mm-hmm. uh, what do you call? Because it? it's out there, you know, going past down to where like Joshua Tree and all those kind of things mm-hmm. down south. So it's all desert, yeah. and it's like where they build these giant communes where people go for what do you call them retreats mm-hmm. and things like that. So like if Cold you're means. going to do yeah. those things, or you have to go study the Scientology yeah. book and have to go through these chapters, which I would think any organized cult would have you know just like you were gonna any organized cult. well i'm saying you know (laughs) to get to certain levels of things there there's always these steps you have to take and places like that are places you can do that freely without outsiders opinion oh for sure but also scientology Mm -hmm. is absolutely a hollywood cult though you know oh yeah no definitely like an la fucking i mean it's uh, it's trendy but what i was gonna say about it is they literally hang out like when you go sign up for central casting to do background work they hang out on the sidewalk like recruiters oh yeah they'll hang out right there on the sidewalk and as you're walking out from registering to do background work they'll be like hey Hey, you ready to be all that you can be yeah and they'll do they'll do those readings right there on the fucking sidewalk you tired of getting background on exactly no they know we'll cast you in some side Scientology productions. Yeah, they, I have yeah. known people have done Scientology productions. Oh, they pay Listen, well. Yeah, they pay we, well. They pay. In they pay. the process right now, <laughs> casting Battlefield Earth Two. All right, guys. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Stargate. Yeah. So we're talking about the the, the the history of Hollywood cults. We're talking about so not even the history. I'm just going to talk about a few of the Hollywood cults, and I'm going to give you like the rundown. This is going to be like I said, it's akin to okay. the murder mysteries because this is yeah. uh, no no inflation yeah. calculator today. No, when are we? We're yeah. just kind of ripping into this we're, shit. We're in the moment. That's yeah. when are we. And I thought this would be perfect, you know, for another, like, Halloween theme. Yeah, this is cool. As we said before, we're doing kind of Halloween all the Halloween till the end of November, yeah. yeah. Till the end of November, yeah. because fucking uh, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles is not that interesting. And That's the we, only Thanksgiving movie And we basically matters. took all of October off. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so... so. Yeah. yeah. So here we are talking about Hollywood cults. <laughs> are we going to talk about Scientology, or are you just focusing on the hyper minor like? Cults? Yeah, I'm talking about the cult. Cult. Scientology is a little too big. I'm going to yeah, be talking more okay. about like. Uh, do, do do we talk about Jared Leto's cult? See, this is I'm gonna leave it open at the or end. Ezra because, okay. I, I'm or Ezra Miller's cult. Or Andrew end. Keegan's cult. Okay. See, or Arnie Hammer's cult. At the end I'm gonna leave it open. <laughs> <laughs> or Arnie Hammer's cult. Exactly. This isn't no, this is actually a perfect What about Mel Gibson's cult? That's a, a hey, guess, hey I, look, as long as they keep making like Gringo like the movie Gringo and shit, I'm all for cult people but, for Mel Gibson. Listen, make Apocalypto, you get away with having yeah. your own church and a giant cross in the Hollywood Hills. Yeah, that's why. That they let a him do that. Huge cross in the Hollywood Hills that overlooks the freeway. Who does? Mel Gibson. That's, that's his cross. That's his yeah. cross. That's that, his church. His yeah. church is built into the mountain. Yes. It's carved into the mountain. Yes. Is it called Church on the Mountain? I don't know. It's it called should like be called Mel church Gibson's Church House. <laughs> yeah. Mel's on the mount. Mel's on the mount. It's just a Mel's <laughs> Diner up there. <laughs> Mel's on the, the big mount. cross there. Mel's Diner. Serving burgers. <laughs> Uh, if I'm not correct if I'm mistaken, but I'm pretty sure he is the pastor of that church. Of course he is. Oh, yeah. yeah. But that Mel is, Gibson's church well, is called the problem is the Jews. That Mel Gibson does every Sunday in Hollywood. Yeah, yeah. it's like he. Uh, I think he like does all the stuff that a Catholic church would do in that order, except he's not an ordained priest and it's not like an affiliated. Yeah, and church. and so he, he's just yeah, it's just a man like speaking the own, word the word of what he you believes. You could call it a denominational or yeah. something like Episcopalian, but it's not. It's not. I just never it's heard its that. That's crazy. Thing. It's like he um, holds congregation, and holds masses and stuff there. I think he might yeah. even bring in like priests from the diocese to like do you know actual yeah. mass and stuff, but. Yeah. 
uh, he is the one giving the sermons. And it's not big. It's like 50 people max or something. Yeah. It's like a small seating room. It's like the belly room. In the fucking Just to go see it would be like watching a movie of Mel nuts. Gibson as like a and, pastor. And or he actually yeah. crucifies a Jew every Sunday every to reenact Sunday. Christ. And the blood pours yeah. down the mountain yeah. onto the freeway. I don't know and what that's... to say about that. All that. <laughs> no, but that's a... And then Kanye shows up. <laughs> Kanye, exactly. See, this is a good point because there are... Okay. Okay, I'll say all this. I'm gonna like water this down. Celebrities, ha- there are a lot of celebrities with cults. You mentioned Jared Leto; he's kind of got a cult going on. Kanye with the the Sunday services. Oh God, that is yeah, some cult shit, yeah. dude. Have, Not the, necessarily. Oh, bro, they yo, all wear Yeezys yes, and that's praise a Kanye. Yo, that's every morning. They literally <laughs> every like, morning at the Donda Academy, they do a chant for Donda. Like, yeah, in, man. In, and they they Kanye's face is on the back of their school uniforms. But all the way down that's to that's because Kanye is such a fucking Kanye. That's a cult. Yeah. That's a cult. But Kanye, all the way, Kanye oh. loves Kanye more than what is that? What is, I mean, he called himself Yeezus. Yeah. Yeah. Like, there is the clear (laughs) lines of what's called the Messiah Complex, which is an actual diagnosable psychological thing. And that's what we're going to be kind of talking about, because all the way down to, like, even just celebrities individually, a celebrity, like, usually has a small cult. Like, every celebrity's got, like... Five to ten people that rely on their every movies, like their cult followings. Yeah, Yeah, people that are so gung ho, diehard fans. Well, their their entourage. An entourage is kind of a cult. Yeah, like an entourage is a small cult. Like they're they're, there's varying degrees exactly. Yeah, because like Rocky Horror Picture Show arguably could be a cult, but not. Not in the same sense. It's not really causing any harm. It's not really... People aren't paying dues. It's not really organized, you know? But, like, I hear what you're saying. So, let's identify both extreme ends of the spectrum. Yes, that's... that's, Yeah, yeah, What do you guys think is on the lowest end of the spectrum of what constitutes a cult? If you go to every Harry Styles show at his forum residency, you're in a cult. A cult following. So, being, like, a diehard fan enough, like, okay, let's do this. If you want to take it back, the uh, Grateful Dead, Deadheads. Yeah. Widespread yeah. panic. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like but that even, kind of feel, that kind of feel. I would say that's the lowest because you can be so you can be so enthralled <laughs> with like an artist or something like that that you that you idolize them Look, and follow them. That would be like dose all your fans with acid. But and also even members. down to uh, what's his name? That there were the two brothers back in the eighties. He's got like long hair now. Uh, the fucking they were on the Goonies and shit. You talking about like Corey Haim? Corey yeah, Feldman? yeah, Corey Feldman. Corey Feldman has a little cult at his house. He has a cult. Oh, the Angels. The Angels. Yeah. The women. Yeah. Who they all even have... tried starting a band and it was yes, just garbage. Yes, dude. Like he has. I a... like Corey Feldman. That's more Respect like to him, but what that band I was garbage. what I think of when I think of like a small cult is more like that. It's these dudes who like. Or, you know, girls, too. So it's a cult too. of, like, an individual. In an individual like small... Person. It's like Manson did, but, like, I don't know. I mean, Corey Feldman's cult probably would kill Or it's him, like Blueface you know? right now, bro. Blueface like, literally has, like, he, he just... I just saw him on, was it No Jumper... Yeah. It was, no, the one the one with the pimp that works in the No Jumper studios. You know what I'm talking about? He has no. his own own fucking podcast where he just talks he basically airs pimp? out fake wannabe pimps and shit oh okay. no he's a he's a certified like this motherfucker will eat you alive on this thing but either way yeah. um what was i where was i going with this Blueface. oh yeah Blueface was on it and he was like so this is what you do you just recruit these he's like yeah they all live in the house so he basically yeah. just recruits a bunch like 30 women i'm not i don't know what the number i might be over you know stretching it but like a 
grip of women and just that he lives with and does you know yeah what he okay. wants and they're just they just he pays for all their shit and they do everything on bended knee for him that's so, wild that blueface makes that much money colt no colt hugh hefner was money, bro. but hugh hefner at oh, least was more of, well no it's kind of okay man. i'm just gonna read the definition of cult. <laughs> okay. that a cult okay that's a great idea a great Trey. Idea. we should probably start with we're that. all wrong <laughs> a cult is a social group that is defined by its unusual religious spiritual or philosophical beliefs and rituals or its common interest in a particular personal philosophy objective or goal yeah okay so an unusual religion well i feel like we should get into it okay like because this is we've been recording for four hours at some point i think even though we're not talking exclusively about them because we all don't want to get shot in the back of the head (laughs) but um the origins of scientology and who spawned that and how that came from the Oh, that's cult. its own podcast. That is, <laughs> yeah, that's very. That's true. its own episode. Yeah, that that's, is deep. Yeah, I listen. Well I mean, I mean, you know, I listen. Like can you do a little summary? A summary. We've talked about Aleister Crowley. Yeah, is Aleister Crowley taught oh. L. Ron Hubbard? L. Ron Hubbard was a student of his for two years. He went and lived with him. After he went and lived with him, he came back to California, to like or to wherever he was. I think he might live great with him here in L. A. somewhere. But he lived with him, and afterward, he started the religion. And he just started the religion because instead of writing science fiction books, he learned how to manipulate other people and turn his fictional writings into a religion just by getting people to actually believe they weren't fiction, they were real. Yeah. It was a mind manipulation thing. And, he always... and that was like the formation of an original cult. Yeah. And I will get shot in the head, either here or in Florida. <laughs> I mean, we're, we've been doing this show Sorry, for over a year. We're, we've got it. targets on it. We're target-rich environment We're target-rich environment. We yeah. haven't got a death rate yet, which I'm just a guest, man. I ain't trying to get, you know. <laughs> First one we're going to talk about today, classic Hollywood cult. Uh, everybody knows these guys. They're coming up on the stage next. They're playing their ma- their at major the hits <laughs> at the Troubadour. This is the Children of God. Have you heard oh, about these yeah. guys, Drew? No, nah, yeah. no. Nah. So these I'm guys up on cults. They've they've gone through a couple name changes, a couple rebrandings, if you will. Children they were originally God. named Teens for Christ, <laughs> then became famous as the Children of God, and then they changed over to the Family of Love, and now they're just known as. The family. family. Oh, that sounds like some fucking hills have eyes shit, yeah. right? Family. Did you see that? Um, uh, like Berkeley or some fucking school like did a three D render of what they believe Adam looked like, and it's just been Diesel. Oh yeah. my god, that's hilarious! <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't see that. It's so funny. He well, he probably is. Look man. it up after the show. That would make sense. The Children of God was David Berg or Moses David, as he was known. Uh, was the controversial leader of the Children of God, which was formed in Huntington Beach in 1966, right by old Dondo Dev over Dondo there. Dev. This is some white people shit. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 These are beach bones. <laughs> all beach all cult. cults are white people shit. Well, That's Huntington Beach has a distinct, um, how should I put it, a skinhead population. Yeah, so yeah, like, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's so weird, man. <laughs> I never knew. Only white people get into cults. Yeah, it's very true. <laughs> Well, we'll see. <laughs> I got a cult, but we'll talk about it in a little bit. Berg told members that God was love and love was sex. So sex. <laughs> <laughs> That's Damn, 
I wish I had that pickup line. I was going to say, that sounds like a good pickup line at Yeah, church. you could have manipulated a whole slew of women. <laughs> yeah, no, imagine in 1966, he's saying this to like beach chicks, you know, that are on acid over there in Huntington. <laughs> and they're the like, thing. yeah, man, it's you're acid. right. It's yes. acid. Yeah. That molecule fucks with people's brains and it's a wild card. Yeah. All right. It yeah. is always a wild card. They're it ready could be to listen. Great, but it could be really, really bad and go off the rails too. Acid. Yeah. If you catch somebody in the right acid trip, you got a cult member. You know? <laughs> so, All you got to do is say, hey, come with me. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So he said, God was love. Love was sex. So sex should not be limited by age or relationship. Oh, God. <laughs> so uh, this was the children of God was uh, a real. Pedophilic. Pedophilic cult. Um, mm. they, they took the children in that name very seriously. Uh. Uh, some might recognize the name of this cult. Uh, this was the one that River Phoenix and Joaquin Phoenix oh, were a part yeah. of. When they oh. Yeah. yeah. Their family was a part they of this They left in the it, 70s. though, didn't they? Their family left, like... Yeah, their family left it. Joaquin actually talked about it. He said, when people bring up children of God, there's always something vaguely accusatory about it. It's guilt by association. I think it was really innocent on my parents' part. They really believe, but I don't think most people see it that way. I've always thought that was strange and unfair. Which I get what he's saying, but I'll, you know. No. I mean, yeah. yeah it's, it's, no, you joined a pedo cult. You joined a cult. pedo cult. Yeah, yeah, like, there's no sorry. getting what you're saying. <laughs> no. Yeah, I well, get what he's saying. Being dumb like, is not an excuse yeah. for joining a pedophilia cult. He's like, right. hey, it was a while ago. Chill the fuck out. <laughs> I get it. And plus, I mean, he was a child, you know? Like, yeah, exactly. I don't blame him. Yeah, it wasn't yeah. his fault. Yeah. It was his, family, his yeah. parents' fault. He was like, my parents were on a lot of acid. Chill the fuck Why out. We were swingers. Come on. This cult was creepy as fuck, and it still is, but this was the one... The the church's teachings were based on scripture, but he would do the thing where he would, you know, burn yeah. and kind of manipulate the scripture. Yeah, it'd be more sexy. Yeah, yeah. and they had a thing where the kids, the female <laughs> followers, uh, they would proselytize. <laughs> they would proselytize by flirty fishing. That's what where, if you've ever heard that? flirty fishing, it came from Children of I've God. Never heard of this. Yeah. I thought that was a pickup technique in Florida. They would, they would, <laughs> they would basically, they basically honey potted people into the cult like men into the cult they would like fuck these dudes to get them into ingratiated in that's the cult. true that's they, not fair that's way to... more powerful than that <laughs> <laughs> they, and the dudes are probably on acid too yeah, you yeah, know? yeah. i yeah, mean absolutely I would. I would. You're be saying I would fuck you three women if I just follow you. <laughs> I would. I would join the call if we can keep fucking. Right. <laughs> That's, That's like, yeah. what these dudes all said, and then they're like, well, "Now my money's gone. And now I'm a part of a cult." <laughs> they would troll the Southern California beaches looking for new recruits, mostly teenagers, hanging out. And that was the other part. It was just like, yeah, this was very much child-based cult sex stuff mm. uh, it was like lord of the flies yeah lord of the flies shit god, god is love and love is sex so and, so he just started this thing to get laid by kids oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah. i mean a lot of these are just cults to be pedos mm -hmm. you know damn kind of like the catholic it's church it's <laughs> kind of given the word That's, cult i didn't a bad say, I have, name. yeah I like agree every with that. time you hear cult you associate <laughs> negativity but yeah. like I mean, in all practicality, like Jesus was a mushroom cult. Like there's yeah. plenty of Greek cults or religious all religions cults. are cults. I I I, yeah. I, totally. I I believe in cool cults. <laughs> cool cults. Mm. Hashtag cool cults. But uh, one such recruit into the Children of God back in the day, his name was Jeremy Spencer. This was Fleetwood Mac's original guitarist. And nice. so this is Fleetwood Mac's original guitarist. One day they said he was on his way to a bookshop in L.A. and just kind of disappeared. And after an exhaustive search, five days later, they found him with a shaved head declaring he had joined the children of God. 
So they got him, man. He was walking <laughs> on the beach, him, and they flirty fished his ass. Yeah. Right hey, aren't the you cult. the guitarist from yeah. Fleetwood Mac? He's like, I sure am. Would yep. you like an autograph? He's like, would you like some ass? <laughs> that like, Yo. puts a whole other perspective on like never break the chains. Yeah. That's, <laughs> oh that's, wait, but that's wild, though, because he had all the access to pussy and ass that he could already get. What did this cult have to offer that he couldn't already get from being the guitarist of Fleetwood Mac? Better pussy and better acid. Something, something powerful was going on. Yeah, I imagine it was just like you'd find yourself three days in uh, in this living room in Manhattan Beach or whatever and you're just like where am I and who are these people but I don't want to leave you know yeah, and my hair is like gone. yeah the only way you can stay and fuck all these girls is being in the cult he's yeah. like alright well can I like leave and come on the weekends he's like of course you can alright that's wild I gotta go do a guitar thing <laughs> I got a world tour he's like oh, I know we're all going the whole family all <laughs> the whole family's oh, front row yeah yeah, we're all, we're all part of the Fleetwood Mac now. Yeah, we're, we're all Fleetwood Macs. But I imagine also, like, this Fleetwood Mac guitarist, I mean, these girls that lured him in were absolutely probably kids, you know? Mm. I, I mean, these flirty fishing on the beach endeavors oh, were more than yeah. likely, you know, yeah. like underage girls in the He's 60s. He's like, oh, I, I'm not used to the age of, of these people I'll <laughs> stay here for a little while maybe 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 you were a bad dude to begin with maybe it wasn't the cult that was bad maybe it was, maybe it was you that it was, was like a chicken or the egg situation yeah, was it the cult that turned you into a piece of shit or was it you i mean Jeff said earlier you gotta be crazy to fucking come here for the gold rush you know it's so like it's, it's kind yeah of but in this sense i think uh, you know i mean when it comes to like kids and shit that i mean most of these people ain't going Free willing. I don't think free willing, especially like, if they're young. Like, yeah, no, this is definitely sex trafficking uh, on a uh, on a cult level, which is a lot of these cults that we're going to talk about today. We'll just put a disclaimer at the beginning of the episode for uh, helpline like one eight hundred. Yeah, yeah, cult. yeah, for sure. If, if you're, this episode if you're is yeah. we're three seasons in. If you're listening, you just to the give show, the number to the children of God. Yeah. That'd be fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> just, like children of God, how can I help you? How can I help you? This is children <laughs> of God. Uh, this is the up emphasis on the children. Up next, the doors. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the night turned in. <laughs> oh, hey, l- listen, officer, I asked if she had an ID, oh, and she said she funny. couldn't read, so <laughs> I just assumed she didn't have one. But, yeah. I mean, uh, Elvis met his Priscilla Presley, or what would be Presley, Priscilla, when she was like 13. Yeah, and he was 45, right? No, he was like 22. He was oh. in the army, stationed in Germany, and he, I, I really gotta watch that battle. She was the daughter of his like commanding Sorry. officer, so yeah. he would go like hang out. This 22 year old Elvis, who was already famous, yeah. would go hang out in this 13 year old girl military room, like the daughter of this fucking general. Yeah, that's fucked and up. And everybody on the base, including the dad, would just have to be like, I Elvis. I he's Elvis. He's the king. Like, what can, I can't really do much. Yeah. Damn, I gotta watch this Baz Luhrmann movie. It, it doesn't really, go into that. I guarantee Oh, wait, it, it doesn't go into that? It doesn't go into him going into the 13-year-old girl's bedroom. It's oh. brief. Okay. Yeah. It's, it's brief. brief. It's one scene. <laughs> <laughs> but it does show that in the movie? No. Nah. They don't say that she's 13. She nah. says she's a teenager. Um, yeah. She, the actress, looks like... I mean, I'm sure she's over 18, but she looks like she could be like 15, 16 age in the barracks, like over mm, there or whatever. Yeah. But they don't imply that she was underage. They don't really go into that aspect mm. of it. They but do they imply show. that they were fucking. 
No, they, they implied that they, like, met, and then they, like, knew each other for a few years, and then they, like, started, like, fucking and then got married uh, when she got pregnant weird, in, man. like, 18. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I know. That's, that's what for I was Priscilla? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so oh dude, what about the the recently... What's crazy is I'm sat next to her with my mom at brunch one day at the Hollywood Hotel, the Pris- Beverly Hills Hotel. Priscilla? Yeah. Uh, yeah, dude, no, she came Elvis. in... <laughs> <laughs> It's hilarious. She came in and she sat next to us because we were at the bar. We were just having coffee and like, you know, whatever, an omelet or something. Just quick and some, one Sunday something. morning. Yeah. A $45 and omelet. Yeah. She, it was good. I have mimosas too. She came in and she didn't have any jewelry on except this giant fucking rock of a ring. Yeah. Like the biggest diamond ring you've ever seen Holy in your shit, life. man. And I didn't know who she was. And then after she, she got up and left like before we were done. And my mom was like, do you know who the fuck that was? And I was like, no. He's like, your fucking grandfather would be rolling in his grave. That was Priscilla Presley. I was like, yeah. what? Really? Yeah. She Wasn't she on Naked like Gun? that was Priscilla Presley. Um, Wasn't she in Naked maybe. Gun? Maybe. Yeah. She, she in one of the Naked stuff. Gun movies, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Maybe I'm wrong. I thought she was in movies. Wasn't she Yeah, she movies? was in movies. She did yeah. some stuff. She did stuff. She did stuff. <laughs> Dude, no, the, the, the late... The late, dearly departed fucking Jerry Lee Lewis. That man married his 15-year-old oh, cousin. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, Whoa. Great balls of yeah. fire, dude. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. He was, he was a real piece everyone, of shit. There was a bunch of... Is that culty? Or no, is that that's just, not. That's just pedophilia. Everyone <laughs> you like sucks. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. just yeah. Hollywood in the 50s? Speaking of someone that you like sucking... The next cult we're going to talk about. I was going to do the countdown like we did that one day, but you remember how fucked up it got? Yeah. We, were, yeah, we, we, yeah. we tried to do a countdown, and we we forgot math. Like, I don't know what happened. Like, we forgot, we forgot how to count. We subtraction. Yeah, it was like number eight, number nine, number five, number two. It's like, wait, what? How do we do this? So next up, we're going to talk about, you know, this is uh, the Hollywood staple, man. <laughs> if you're going to talk about cults, you got to talk about fucking Manson. This yeah. is the Manson family. <laughs> Manson family. <laughs> what were they really called? <laughs> the what something family? Oh, God. Um, oh, they shit, had a different see. name, right? Really? Well, it's like Jefferson the, Airplane. The something something Man, family. The Jeff- <laughs> Let me see the family. Let me see what the Manson family was called. Well, Helter Skelter, I guess. Was that? No, that was like the philosophy, huh? That's what they just wrote in blood. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I can't find what other name. I see. thought maybe I'm thinking of the name of the ranch or something. Oh, that's uh. That has a, <laughs> spawn, a, ranch. spawn Ranch. Spawn yeah, Ranch. Yeah, the right. Spawn Movie Ranch. <laughs> uh, but this one's the Manson family. This is, you know, y'all know, y'all know the Manson family. Uh, I know with old Charlie Manson. Uh, no, no story about cults would be complete without Los Angeles' most infamous cult leader, Charles Manson, and his family. Who technically uh, did nothing wrong. <laughs> well, um, <laughs> well. There's our CAA dollars at work yeah. for you guys. Good old MK Ultra working out our awesome product with Charlie Manson. He did to the death deny that he ever sent them to kill people. He really did. Was like at the at, at his deathbed, he's like, I never said it, man. I never said he's it. Like, ask him, man. Ask I, him about the hors d'oeuvres I brought over to the I house. I always <laughs> thought it'd be a really funny comedy to do it where he like accidentally started the call. Like yeah. they just took some shit he said and ran with it in a direction he never. Had, and, like, 
like just really played it like, oh my god, it's getting out of hand. Why is this happening? Stop this. He was just like a tiny little like fucking wound up wiry dude who was insane and just had like the most powerful acid in L.A. and just set up in an old Made movie range. Made by the CIA. Made by the CIA. Yeah, government fucking formulated acid. Do you know what I'm talking wait, about? You know this no. real connection? No, wait, what? 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 Yeah, wait, what, what is this? Oh, you don't know this either? Not much. Oh, God. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. there's a guy, a reporter, his name's Tom something. He's been on Rogan. Selleck. No, no, no. I'll, I'll think of his name in a second. I'll get his Google his name. Great mustache. <laughs> he spent like 15 years being an investigator. Before that, he was like a writer for newspaper and magazines. And then he spent 15 years working on this book of all about the uh, origins of Charles Manson and like where he came from, his growing up, his youth, all this kind of shit. And throughout that research, he found um, connections for Charles Manson participating in some of the MK Ultra trials oh, in shit. San Francisco. So basically, Charles Manson got arrested in San Francisco, then got like released kind of early. But like before he got arrested, he was doing these work sessions at these like brothels and these hippie dens and he would get dosed and whatever. And then the CIA theory is CIA approached him in jail and said, look, you really want to help us. We'll provide you with acid. We're going to train you how to manipulate people. And we want you to go out there and manipulate people and get them to see what you can get them to do for you. And then report the techniques back to us. Yeah. So he, after he got out, he was like, jail did you say free Francisco, acid? Dude, he <laughs> got arrested two more times in LA for other shit, for like fighting somebody and something else. And he was on parole. Yeah. He should have been thrown back in prison, but he was protected by the state to keep him out of prison and on the streets. And he was provided, you think, this high, strong, really pure acid by the guys who ran the clinic in San Francisco. It was a brothel. God, it was Operation Midnight Climax is its name. Nice. Yes. And it's where <laughs> the CIA used high to school. dose these John Doe's at uh, um, brothels all over the country. A lot of them in San Francisco because of Hayden Ashbury's right there. So they'd have these girls uh, go and secretly put LSD into, like, a guy's drink who was coming to pay to have sex with her. And then they would watch the guy freak out and do experiments on him. Holy Hell shit. Yeah. And this is all Freedom well, of Information Act. You can go look this up anywhere. It's factual. It's released documents by the CIA. They whoa, have it for yeah, public whoa. on their website. Go to CIA.gov and search Operation Midnight Climax or MK Ultra, and it's all right there. Whoa. And he was, like, plugged in, too. He was in the whoa. industry. A lot of people, like, forget that Charles Manson, he wrote a song that the Beach Boys recorded and wow. released. Like, yeah, I went the was... whole thing about that. Like, uh, he was good friends with one of the guys, and then he promised him, like, when he was writing and shit for him or writing yeah. with him, he promised him, like, yo, we're going to bring you the next one up. Yeah, it was You're the Dennis. next one up. And then when they got big, they're like, fuck this one. Dennis <laughs> Wilson of the Beach Boys, who introduced Manson to record producer Terry Melcher. And in 1968, the Beach Boys recorded Manson's song, Cease to Exist, renamed Never Learn Not to Love, as a single B-side. And they didn't credit him with it either. They, like, wow. snubbed him on a credit, apparently. Um, and yeah, then he, isn't that yeah. why he, like, he originally, like, uh, when he hit the the Cern Tate house, oh, wasn't man. he originally going for the Beach Boys? That's what they say. They think I think it was like Dennis Wilson used to live there Dude, or something. Out but, of uh, all the types of music, you think Charles Manson would be the Beach Boys? Right. <laughs> 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 it's such a my little discount. You don't know what I got. <laughs> just like, Manson. They're just walking up to the LaBianca yeah. house, like listening to the Beach Boys. It's <laughs> oh, fucked up. God. He, he was. They say he was propelled by the teachings of Dale Carnegie's book, 
How to Win Friends and Influence People. Carnegie? Yeah, yeah. Right. Dale Carnegie. You ever heard of this book? Like, it's a very famous is book. Is he the Melon Man? No. <laughs> melon. Should, it's called melon. How to Win Friends Carnegie and melon. Influence People. And it's kind of been like, it was written in the early 1900s. And it's kind of been like a stable point of like business and Western kind of culture and philosophy. I don't know. Kind of like what it makes, what it means to like be a successful person kind of thing. Interesting. Yeah. Maybe was it was, this, yeah, was it? He was must this, have been a Carnegie. Was this related to the melons? Well, the no. Carnegie melons. <laughs> that's a, <laughs> Those are that's two a different history families. class. Yeah. But, uh, Andrew Mellon and Dale Carnegie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> was Dale Carnegie a, a Carnegie? Like um, Carnegie Hall Carnegie? I don't, I'm not sure. I uh, want to say yes. Yeah, but uh, yeah, but old, old Charlie Manson, we'll get back to the CAG here. Uh, his path quickly turned to evil. His clan of brainwashed young men and women murdered Roman Polanski's wife, Sharon Tate, and her friends, the LaBiancas, among others. I think it was always evil. Yeah. I don't know if it really turned yeah. away. Yeah, I think it was, like I said, the chicken or the egg situation. But yeah, he basically he went from San Francisco uh, for a while, all up and down California, and he landed in L.A., and he had amassed this group of followers that all just did acid, and they would talk about fucking... Yeah. They, they would do acid and he wouldn't. That's right. He would kind of stay really? off of it. Oh, right? yeah, yeah, Manta, this is one of the techniques of the CIA. So while he would dose everybody else and then he would take his from a different vial that would just be water. So he would be sober and planting seeds and doing all this manipulative tactics. Like he would pit members of his group against one another. He would tell like two girls to like fight it out like right there in Damn. the middle of like a surrounding circle and kind of shit. You do all kinds of crazy shit. He was a nutbag. Fascinating. Bag, Absolute nutbag. And the, he was in jail all the time like Dev was talking about. Like the guy was but just always constantly kept released. Yeah. Should never have been released that many times. Wow. Like I said, he's just like a crazy little like dude. wiry dude who's just like a fucking kind of just like a two-bit hustler criminal Fascinating. guy who just amassed this fucking cult. That's crazy. Yeah, who murdered in his name but this goes back dev's uh cia talk this kind of goes into it uh he 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 interpreted interpreted as i like to say on the show interpreted interpreted a uh a beatles lyric and adopted the term helter skelter to describe an impending apocalyptic race war he would talk about this huge race war that was going to happen that would end the fucking earth, basically. Oh, is he and a racist? Just have them, or did he want to he, die? He had himself? a swastika carved into his forehead. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He carved it into his own forehead. He carved it in into jail. his own forehead. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. man, he was way worse than I thought. He was real bad. I thought he was, he was just like a sex guy. <laughs> no, 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 no. He was like a race war guy. Oh shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't got his sex and. In jail. You imagine, like, yeah. Charles Manson is, like, in the mirror, in his cell by himself, carving this swastika, and you, like, walk by his cell, and there's just, like, Beach Boys playing. Yeah. You don't know what I got. He just turns around. Yeah. Like, <laughs> He's like, what fucking yeah. planet? Yeah. No, no, yeah. He was, he was like, a apocalypse uh, cult, basically. He wasn't necessarily... I mean, his cult was he definitely... He to bring about the race. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that's... started. Which he could wanted... have been for the CIA. Right, Whoa. the destabilization. Right. That's what they're good at, Holy you know. Shit. By powerful. Uh, by the way, that's a horrible way to start a race so, war. Is really powerful acid. Nobody wants to do a race war on acid. No, yeah, you're really no. chill. Um, <laughs> so the book is by Tom O'Neill, and it's called Chaos: Charles Manson, the CIA, and the his secret history of the '60s. It's really crazy because it ties the one of the the head 
doctor in Charles Manson's doctor in San Francisco, the psychologist who was running this MK Ultra program, to um, Robert F. Kennedy's um, Holy murderer. Wow. Uh, Where, Duran, Duran, Duran. <laughs> Sirhan, Sirhan. Um, Duran killed Robert Kennedy. No, no, no. And uh, the, the guy who killed Oswald. Who was that? Cobblepot? No. <laughs> That's Chester. Oh, the, the Dallas nightclub owner guy? Yeah. Yeah. What the fuck was his he name? He had like a regular name. Yeah. Yeah. His, that guy, so that guy was not was crazy like or anything. Cheese. And after the murder of Oswald, he was put in isolation in like an interrogation room, and nobody was allowed to see him until this doctor came and gave him an evaluation. Holy shit. Doctor came and gave him an evaluation. Two hours later, he was screaming about hallucinating things. So they think he was fine. He came and gave him an evaluation, shot him up yeah. with an insane amount of LSD, oh and just made him spin out and go crazy. <laughs> yeah. So then they claimed insanity, and he couldn't talk anything, Jeez. couldn't confess anything after that. He was like deliberate. Debilitated. You know, if I'm going to be in like a CIA black site, give I'm me some acid. Definitely yeah, inject me with acid. Yeah. Inject me with acid, yeah. Pump that Dude. bitch as far as it can go. Yeah, like, yeah. let's just, just let's, let's How see fucking the... crazy would your bad trip be, let's, though, yeah, knowing that once cell. you start tripping, you're in a fucking government a thing? Dude, let's yeah. see the edge Fuck of reality. That. Let's, so let's your test. Jesus. stuck like that after a certain volume. Yo, yeah. I mean, yeah. might as well. You're in a CIA black site. It doesn't get better than the acid. Well, speaking of injecting liquid acid, I'm going to move on to this next one. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> great segue. Segue for the history yeah. because Because, you know, maybe liquid acid could be compared to Kool-Aid, maybe. Oh. Yeah. We talking about oh, this, yeah. Yeah. Jones. this is old Jim Jones, Jones. baby. Dre, do you know a lot about Jim Jones? Is this Heaven's Gate? No, he wasn't this was white, not Heaven's was he? Gate. No. Yeah, he was a white guy. Was he? Jim Jones. I was just really tan because they were in like the tropics. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Like, yeah. No, I, I don't. I don't know too much about this. Then I don't think. Yeah, he 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 was in Guyana. When they um, say, "Oh man, you drank the juice, drank the Kool Aid, drank yeah. the Kool Aid." That's, that's yeah, from that's where that. Came yeah, from. I thought that was Heaven's Gate though. No, a bunch of people okay. drink. Oh yeah, yeah, yes, that's true. Heaven's Gate, Heaven's Gate drink, yeah, but it, yeah. this was specifically Kool Aid. Okay, fucking terrible. Wait, that's literally like Kool Aid. Kool Aid yeah. got the bad rap. How come they didn't yeah. do yeah. like, yo, let's publicity. let's like poison this chicken? Yeah. Let's Man. poison a bowl Drinking of pudding. Kool Aid. Have you ever seen the photos of this? Uh, no, There's I've seen Heaven's Kool-Aid. Gate. Oh, yeah. all of them dead. No, yeah, Heaven's Gate oh, was crazy. one thing. Heaven's Gate yeah. was like Nike, a right? room full of Nike people. This <laughs> Man, was an <laughs> island of like fucking, I think it was 900 people are dead on top of each other what? from self-poisoning. Yeah. What? Yeah. Yo, pull this picture yeah. up. Pull this picture like up right now. Fucking, it's a mass, mass what? suicide. What the fuck? 900 people? Yeah, yeah. Yo. There's kids, kids Bro. families. Bro. Yeah. What? Insane. Drake's looking at the photo right now of Jim Jones's fucking island. Um, yeah, man. And it was not like, it was not like, uh, drink the Kool Aid if you want to. It was like, either drink the Kool Aid or these dudes with AK 47s are going to fucking just kill you. You know? (laughs) It's like, you can can go. That looks like a small concert. Yeah, you yeah. Know what I mean, Yo, like a yeah. not, like a decent sized concert. But I like, mean, yeah. you know, you guys... decent size concert. <laughs> decent. <laughs> decent. That was a like, decent you know, size. They paid thirty dollars to get that in. That turnout, decent. Pretty decent turnout. Split yeah. the door with the venue. <laughs> <laughs> That's a fucking young gravy concert right there. So, Jim Jones. Mm-hmm. We'll take you into a little bit about this man. He was a minister, actually. This was a Christian minister in the Independent Assemblies of God. Uh, attracting his first group of followers while participating in the Pentecostal 
latter rain movement and the healing revival during the 1950s. So this was uh, the a lot of cult formations came out of this. The the speaking in tongues people, you know, the like uh, forehead healing. That was big. Oh, he invented the tongues thing? No, no, he didn't invent it. He just uh, used it. That, oh. that was a, this. That's an old, old, old school type of thing. Okay. Pentecostals are very, like, a kind of a cult. I mean, let's be yeah, honest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. uh, <laughs> Pentecostals. Yeah. yeah. Hey. <laughs> the kind of cult. Uh, his initial popularity rose from his joint campaign appearances with the movement's prominent leaders, William Branham and Joseph Matson Bowes, and their endorsement of the ministry. Uh, he founded the organization that would become the People's Temple in Indianapolis in 1955, and that's where he began really, like, amassing the people. You know, mm-hmm. he, he set up shop over there. Anything with the People's in its name yeah. is never good. Yeah. <laughs> the People's Army, the People's, the people's Army. Temple. That's very true. The, the People's Religion, the, the People's people. Square, the People's... Whatever, like... God mm. save the people. The Love people. is sex, and mm. God is the people, man. Yeah. The people's and, Gulag. Uh, the People's <laughs> Gulag. His attraction to the disciples was largely due to the autonomy and tolerance they granted to differing views within their denomination. So in 1965, he moved the temple to California where they established its headquarters in San Francisco, actually. San Francisco, man, they were pumping out the Dude. fucking cults. San Francisco's really big on acid cults. Yeah, that was yeah. the uh, hate it's, region, right? Yeah, man. It's, it's because of the, revo- the psychedelic revolution. That yeah. was like fire, fuel in the fire of... All yeah. kind of new branches of thought and everything. The hippies so, were like, a cult. Yeah. That was kind of a cult. I mean, I don't know if it was organized. It wasn't. No. Well, they were too high to be yeah. organized. You know, you're <laughs> talking at a time when you can walk down the street anywhere in San Francisco and people will give you... Acid. High potency, like, <laughs> large amounts Man. of like yeah. acid just... For free, just trying to give people... What, what a time to be alive. When are we? When are we? <laughs> when the acid was flowing. Yeah, you well, say, what a time to be alive, and then he's going to tell you the end of this story, and you're going to be like, hmm. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> Not uh, during the 60s. <laughs> <laughs> but he, he amassed a huge following. He had, at its peak, the, people, the People's Temple had 3,000 members, Jeez. and they all engaged in a communal lifestyle... Uh, in which many turned over all their income and property to Jones and the People's Temple, who directed all aspects of community life. That's, that's why this Why would they cult. do this for acid? For acid, and it was God. He was... <laughs> for acid and God. <laughs> for God. He, he claimed to be a disciple. Okay. He, was, uh, he was speaking directly from God. He was a vessel. And they're and, like, yeah, that's chill. Yeah, that's chill. And if you come with me, uh, you'll, you'll achieve paradise. That's cool. Yeah, I could do that. I, yeah, could, I could do some paradise. Yeah, you know. Her uh, be nice. Well, and they, more of the assassin. And they basically kind of ran him out of America at one point. The government started to really not like this guy. Uh, he had kind of gotten in the into on the wrong side of some politicians here and there. He was really moving like big at the time. You know, he was making some big movements. Mm-hmm. He'd become very famous. And America was like, this whole communist thing that you're doing. I don't know about this, bro. Oh, you he know. was a communist? Well, you know, anything. Uh, socialist. Yeah, given, living yeah. in a commune. Given, like, given the commies a bad I'm name. A <laughs> I mean, they kind of gave them themselves a bad name. <laughs> Here <laughs> <Yeah>. we go. <laughs> we should have a song for yeah. every time the communist <laughs> argument comes up. <laughs> 
no, it's a healthy exchange of ideas. So. <laughs> <laughs> so following a period of negative media publicity and reports of abuse at People's Temple, Jones ordered the construction of the Jonestown Commune in Guyana in 1974, and he convinced or compelled uh, many of his followers to live there with him. And a lot of it was like, I mean, convinced or compelled is almost the wrong words here. It's like, you have all my money. And he would also, like, he would, like, basically marry their wives and shit when they would get there. They would hand their families over to this guy. They would hand over, like, all their money, hand their family over to this guy. And he's, was like, he hot? No, no. He was this, like, old dude. this old dude who wore sunglasses all the time. He I kinda mean, was, that's kind of hot. Cowboy <laughs> yeah, he was, like, an old cowboy with sunglasses that's, on. That's hot as fuck, he, he, yeah. wasn't ta- he wasn't Calico Jack, you know. He wasn't Texas Jack. <laughs> From uh, Will Rogers' episode, that's for sure. The hot 22-year-old, uh, you know, roper. Gua- the roper. Yeah, <laughs> he was no roper. He was oh, more man. like sit down in his chair with his cane and uh, order people to fuck each other. That's kind of hot. He was doing a different kind of roping. <laughs> he was <laughs> a lot of a All lot you've of done rope. is turn me on. You start <laughs> okay, yeah, he was hot yeah. as fuck. Yeah. Jim Jones was hot. <laughs> We're standing here on Film History, the history of film. <laughs> hot taker, uh, so <laughs> Jones, Nick's like, I'm out of here. Jones claimed that he was constructing a socialist paradise free from the oppression of the United States government. Hell yeah, brother. Hell yeah, brother. <laughs> and by 1978, reports service of, uh, surfaced of human rights abuses and accusations that people were being held in Jonestown against their will. That's so hot. You see, yeah, it's not the hot. government, and it's their fault that <laughs> I'm holding you hostage. Yeah, exactly. It's, blame this on America, boys. Blame this on all Uncle Sam. Uh, get back in your cage. If the government was so oppressive, they wouldn't have a problem with me keeping <laughs> you down here in the basement all this time. Yeah, man. No, <laughs> he was just a dumbass too. Like, what? Did, he moved all these people to the island with no plans of like how we're gonna feed these people. You know, where's everybody gonna sleep? It, it was just like a survival. He was, island. was like right a off camp, vibes. Like camp, wasn't it? Yeah, I mean, they like built a, like these like different little huts and shit. I'm sure, yeah. like little. He was just running off vibes. You know what I mean? The island of Dr. Monroe. Yeah. So, so basically, your life now is like you're on this island just sweating while you're on acid. Oh, yeah. Trying to build your own shelter and find food. It's honestly... It's Where's this, that in Brazil? Guyana? Is it near Brazil? Guyana. It's very similar to what happened at Pitcairn Island after the mutiny on the bounty. Uh, except there was oh, no acid. Oh, shit. Yeah. But yeah. No acid. It was mutiny on the bounty, but with acid. Yeah. That's very accurate. <laughs> Uh, all right, Guyana is somewhere. It's in Brazil. In South in America. Brazil. <laughs> yeah, it's over there by Brazil. Uh, but yeah, so French New Guinea and stuff down there. This so of course you know where this one's going. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know where this one's going. Uh, oh yeah. U.S. Representative. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> So, U.S. Representative Leo Ryan, let he heard about this. He was like, these people are all stuck on this fucking island. We better go get them out of there. He led a delegation to the commune in November of that year to investigate the reports. And while boarding a return flight with some former temple members who wished to leave, Ryan and four others were murdered by gunmen from Jonestown. Uh, he had kind of done the the McAfee thing. It created yeah. he had gotten all the locals in his yeah. pocket, you know, yeah. and they all had AK forty sevens. And this was like I was saying, like when it came down to the Kool Aid times, 
It was either drink the Kool-Aid or get shot. Where do you get all that Kool-Aid from? Man, I, I mean, look, dude, if there's one thing you can buy in bulk, Kool-Aid. <laughs> you can get it anywhere in the world, baby. Powder, that's all it is. That's, that's right. Really I bet great. they had tons of weight in, in Kool-Aid. <laughs> Kool-Aid. <laughs> sure. It's like, instead of like kilos of cocaine, it's just kilos of Kool-Aid. It's just like, <laughs> they cut the pack open. And he like, oh, no, he had kilos thinking. of cocaine, too, though. He was a fucking big cocaine. Yeah, he was a big cocaine Did you cocaine ever see guy. the... You know, didn't <laughs> the movie's good. The, the, yeah. There's a movie? There's a movie. They it's made so a, good. Another Cole movie where it, wasn't, it was like Red Dawn. Red Dawn. What's the name of the movie? Uh, Red Dawn Red. was Charlie Sheen's movie. <laughs> oh, <yeah>. The Russians <laughs> invading. <laughs> oh, didn't they remake that? State, in like 2003? Yeah, yeah, it was oh, terrible. Uh, that Kevin Smith's movie. And John Goodman. What's the name of the oh, What's no. the name of the Kool Aid movie? Uh, the like Kool Aid movie. movie. I it was called like Jonestown or something. I can't remember. It was very good. Sweet, <laughs> Sweet but no, Jones. The, the CIA dropped buckets of Kool Aid onto this island. The fucked up part is, dude, is they did they spent all their money on Kool Aid, they forgot to get sugar. Oh, oh, damn it, man! Well, at least you get something to nourish you for a second just while tart you're in ass water. <laughs> Kool Aid was the first time some of these people have eaten in weeks, probably. Wait, you know? wait, okay, wait, no, hold on. Explain what happened. So he, so these people are trying to leave. This yeah. U.S. delegate is down there trying to get some of these people out of there mm-hmm. he has them gunned down he then ordered a mass murder suicide that claimed the lives of 909 commune members 304 of them were children uh almost all of the members died by drinking oh flavor aid oh they laced with cyanide out, they like, cheaped out because he didn't have any money well no he had some he was where do you get the cyanide the from <laughs> He looks at his flavor right next to him. He goes, uh, uh, let's get this one. It's cheaper. Yeah. Where, it's cheaper. Do you, where do you get the cyanide from? The CIA. That's How so fucked pissed up. do you got to be if you're Kool-Aid and everybody's now like, you yeah. drink the Kool-Aid. Like, it's flavor It's flavor damn it. We had nothing to do and with this shit. flavor They're like, nah, it was Kool-Aid. Yeah. <laughs> And that's what broke off the war of the the AIDS. That's right. <laughs> what does this story have to do with Hollywood? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it, man. Number eight. <laughs> Number eight. The source family. <laughs> a lot of families. A lot of families. A lot of cults like Usually to call themselves. Where there's a the family in the name. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it's not your family? <laughs> yeah. It's the it's people's either, family. It's either, <laughs> it's either Fast and Furious or a cult. Yeah, yeah. And which Fast and Furious is kind of a cult. Those people, people have been doing those movies for so long now. It, the Rock came along and they were like, no, this is family. Can't be in this That's cult. That's what the name of this episode should be. Cults, the people's family. <laughs> <laughs> So this is the Source family. Uh, this article, by the way, I'm going to credit this article. This is uh, written by Carolina Waklockwiak for Refinery21.com and is entitled <laughs> A Look at Hollywood's History of Cults. And uh, she writes about the Source family, decidedly less sinister than some of the other groups of the time. The Source family's impossibly beautiful tribe was led by ex-Marine James Edward Baker, better known as Father Yod. <laughs> Father Yod? So this ex-Marine is just got a bunch boss? of... Any ex-Marine. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you talk about the biggest cult in America, the fucking Marine Corps. <laughs> they kill for anyone. Man, they say the Manson family killed for their leader. Boy, they haven't met the United States Marine Corps yet, have they? Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. Y'all are aiming. If someone is no, aiming for the aiming back of y'all's us. head. <laughs> definitely going to be somebody from the United States government office of some kind. Oh, man. So Father Yod... <laughs> His followers were all young, long-haired, gorgeous, and glowing. That's hot. Yeah, he had like a hot cult. A hot cult. He had a hot cult. Uh, They all worked at the Source Family Health Food Restaurant on Sunset Boulevard back in the 60s. Uh, He was the perfect candidate for a 1960s California Messiah. He was chauffeured around in a white Rolls Royce and was the leader of a psychedelic rock band. (laughs) Dude, hell yeah. Yeah, man, this is a rad cult. This is the best cult I've heard so far. What's this cult? Sorry. This was the Source Family. Source Family. The Rad Boys. (laughs) All right, that family on town. With a boodle gang. Yeah, and they didn't kill anyone. They were just hot, you know. Uh, yeah. The group's first mother house, as they called it, was in Los Feliz in an expensive mansion built by the Shan- by the Chandlers, an iconic L.A. family who long held the role of publisher of the L.A. Times. So they just moved into this old, like, L.A. Times mansion. They were hot, doing acid. They were like the first influencers. <laughs> they were, they, they were <laughs> a hype house. It was a content house. <laughs> they literally had a content house. In the early 70s, they would move to Nichols Canyon in the Hollywood Hills and christen their three-bedroom home the Father House. So they went from mom to dad, you know. Even in a cult, your parents are divorced, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) There were 140 hot people that lived in this fucking house. three-bedroom house? Yeah. 140 people lived in a three-bedroom? 140 people in a three-bedroom. They must have just been a constant orgy. It's like you're just having an orgy just by being in there. Uh, Like you're all rubbing up against each other. standing room only. (laughs) (laughs) I'll just sleep standing up like a fucking vampire cult. (laughs) They were vampires. Absolutely, they were vampires. That explains everything, that explains man. That's why they're hot and beautiful and forever like, young. <laughs> <laughs> they all hang from the ceiling Hell yeah. while they sleep. <laughs> Just fucking, like, have blood bags dripping around. Hell uh, yeah. yeah, 140 people there. It was the site of daily meditations, yoga, and everything you could hope for in California utopian living, including a guru leader with multiple wives and white caftan adorned free love, baby. <laughs> So uh, they later moved to Hawaii. Um, they they were they were, and I still I think some of them might still be out there, kind of carrying on the old Source Family name. If you're still? out there, if you're out there, tweet at us, Source Wait, Family. What did they do wrong? What, what was oh, it? nothing. They were okay. That's oh. why. That's why she said at the beginning they were like they're just a Hollywood cult. They, oh, they didn't kill anyone. So they're just hot. They're and just fucking. hot. They they, didn't they fuck all. They shouldn't have fucked. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's not even that <laughs> irregular to have 130 people living in a three bedroom in Hollywood. You know, that kind of <laughs> happens all the time. So the, they're the rent's just too damn high. Yeah, they're just they're just <laughs> fucking and and just not fucking. And, Sucking and Un- being hot, unproblematic fuckers. Yeah, 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 yeah. They're cool. just a, they're just a Hollywood cult. Cool. Okay, yeah. sick. I, I love that. Just this story at least had one hero. So yeah. it sounds like the consensus is one of the main metrics from 
beginning not really a call and way too deep a call is the number of deaths associated right yeah right, the number right. of deaths and another number of children being fucked yeah i feel like that's yeah. like too yeah. too big metrics i wanted to give you one that wasn't so bad after the jim jones one, that's cool know? yeah jim jones had 909 bodies that's crazy this dude. was just 130 hot bodies <laughs> rubbing up against each other <laughs> just standing room only just fucking <laughs> standing room only <laughs> is it bad that i'm kind of more turned on by the 900 bodies <laughs> We've already figured out Jim Jones was a hot boy. He's so, a hot boy. Yeah. Jim, I'm a hot boy. <laughs> oh man, Jim Jones is hot. That's is that the name of this episode? <laughs> this episode's had four names at this point. <laughs> And that is going to conclude part one on our two-part about cults. It was originally going to be one part, uh, but the entire recording ended up being two hours. Considering that we missed last week, I was going to just give you a nice big two-hour episode. But uh, it's already at time of recording, or time of editing, I rather, Tuesday. And uh, I'm halfway done with this. So um, I wanted to give you part one now. Part two later this week, though. I'm not going to make it a full week. I'm going to try and get part two up. Thursday or Friday. Um, so uh, we talk about more cults. Uh, they're all fascinating, all super interesting. Thank you for listening to um, part one of our Halloween special on cults. Um, part two coming uh, real soon. Uh, you're going to hear the same outro twice, though, because it didn't originally plan for this to be two-parters, but uh, that's just the way it works. <laughs> if you'd like to follow my cult, you can follow me on Instagram at Drake Cummings, on Twitter go. at Drake underscore Cummings, on uh, TikTok at Hollywood Drake, and uh, my merch store at Raging20sMerch.com. And if you're on an internet website somewhere, type my name in and just see what happens. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Google like a me. True cult leader. Google me. <laughs> go ahead, Nick. What? Uh, give me a shit. What are you plugging? You got socials and stuff you want to plug? Yeah. You got your show? Uh, I yep. guess. Tell people to go check the you podcast. out. The podcast. All right. Stop y'all, y'all stop y'all right there. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Do it. Uh, I got a new horror podcast that's about to be coming out. It's called Tell Me You're Dead. Uh, check it out. If you uh, want to submit some scary stories to me, uh, go to tellmeyourdead at gmail.com. Other than that, I am going to be with your mother. Nice. Oh, yeah. Hell and, yeah. Uh, and uh, I guess my IG is young one, number one, Z-E-K-E. There you go. Yeah, well, great, baby. Because this is the first, I think, time a lot of our listeners are hearing about your podcast. What is it about? What's the format? What can they? So like, basically, it's like it's they, a. Um, it is about a thirty, depending on how long the stories are, but it's like a 30, 45 minute uh, show. It's a horror podcast that is kind of like a, a tells from the crypt esque, but audible or audio kind of style so it'd be like you know me being the host of it and then it's where people submit their weird spooky creepy unexplained uh stories that have happened to them like real life shit that's you know paranormal experiences and And then just giving us giving us stories of their events and shit that have happened to them you know like uh the weirder the better so you know if you guys want to submit any crazy stories uh you know, please do, because I need all, the, all cool. the followers I can and all the stories. I don't think you guys know how hard it is to find motherfuckers that are willing to tell you stories that are off the wall. But if you got off the wall shit, please hit me up. Cool. Um, well, you know, our listeners are fucking off the wall. Yeah, so yeah, I'm yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, like they'll that. send you some Well, that's shit. what I need, so, yeah. you know. Go ahead, Sailor Dev. You can find me on Insta uh, at Sailor underscore Dev or on Twitter at Abracadabra Dev. And yeah, 
I'm uh, I'm in quite a few cults. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's why I, was, I think uh, they're harmless. Yeah. If they were, if they were, I'm not drinking any Kool Aid or fucking yeah. anybody. <laughs> Well, you can find me at Jimmy Deloy, James Wyscott, depending on where you're looking. You can find us at Film History, The History of Film, FHHF Podcast. Uh, just Google us, whatever. You can also find me in a Guyanese jungle, drinking cyanide lace, grape flavored flavor aid <laughs> for that hot, hot boy, Jim Jones. <laughs> <laughs> and this has been Film History, The, the History of Film. You know what I'm talking about?